powerful is the Cox Network. So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the people's bishop and pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 877-552-4746. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now here's today's life-giving message. Bible's up. Let's make our confession of faith together. I'm lifting my phone because I got the Harvest Mobile app. You can read the Bible throughout the year. Let's make it together. Let's go. For God's glory, this is my best year yet. To the word I'm about to hear, I believe, I obey, I manifest, and that settles it. In Jesus' name, amen. So God, we tell you two things, sir. We are open and we are ready. Speak, Lord. On this last message of our series, the last experience of the month of February, God, we believe our next 12 months will be our best 12 months in every single way. This month, we're focusing on love. This month, we're focusing on relationships. And we thank you right now in advance. Say, my next 12 are my best 12. Say it again. And my next 12 are my best 12 in every friendship. Can I get you to call out the names of your friends right now? Why? Because God's about to make sure that turns into wine. It's not going to be milk. It's not going to be poison. Come on, say, in my family. Call out your family last name. Father, we prayed that this would be the best 12 months in every family. Come on, if you're married, call out the name of your spouse. If you're dating, call out the name of your spouse. Come on, say, in every romantic relationship. Come on, say, it will be the best 12. Come on, if you got a business partnerships or co-workers, I need you to call out the name of your company. I need you to call out the name of your business. God's bringing order to every one of those relationships. Your relationships are about to be currency for you. You're going to increase them and they're going to increase you. I need you to open up your mouth, please, and say, and my next 12. I don't believe you 915 in this building. Open your mouth with authority and say, and my next 12. They'll be my best 12. Let's go to work. Our series this month has been based on the 1980 Teddy Pendergrass song, Another Love. What have we been doing? We're looking at how we've loved, we're learning, then we are loving better. You cannot do something better until you first see where you broke down. You cannot improve something until you first see where something went wrong. Watch me. Never be afraid to look back over your life because it's too painful. If you're scared to look back, that means what's behind you still controls you. I need you to never be afraid of what's behind you. I need you to be able to look back and say, you know what, Lord, thank you for every mistake. Thank you for every good decision. Thank you for every bad decision. Thank you for everything I did well. Thank you for everything I did wrong. Thank you for the people that loved me. Thank you for the people that hated me. Thank you for the people that came. Watch me. Thank you for the people that left. Thank you for my ups. Thank you for my downs. Thank you for when I felt like I could only frown. Thank you, God, when I... I need to check this 915. Are there any thankful people on campus or online that can say, when I look back, yes, I get emotional, but not because I'm stuck, but because I'm grateful. When I look back, I might shed some tears, but not because I'm still in pain, but because I look at how much progress that I have made. Open up your mouth. Say, Lord, I'm thankful. We open this series with this message. What is love? Oh, y'all got it today. 
huh? Y'all got that one today. I, listen, let me clap for the 915 because last Sunday y'all left me hanging right there. <laughs> Look at me. We learned that love is a decision that produces emotions, but love is not an emotion. If you only love from an emotional place, no wonder why you're in love on Monday and you can't stand them on Tuesday. Love, watch me, it will produce emotions, but love is not an emotion. See, you can, watch me, be emotional and never love. But you cannot love and not get emotional. But it's important that you understand just because you feel it doesn't mean it's factual. In fact, you don't even really know something is love until something's been tested. Let's pause for the cause. You need to thank God when your relationship goes through rocky places. Why? Because we're about to find out what we got. You need to thank God when your friendships go through rocky places. Why? We're about to find out what we have. This is why you got to be careful before you start making permanent decisions from temporary locations. Because watch me, every mountain ain't permanent. Every valley's not permanent. And some of you all, you make permanent decisions because y'all good right now, but there's a valley coming. And some of you, you make permanent decisions because your relationship's in a valley, but baby, we ain't going to be in this valley all the time. And if you stick with me, I'm going to take you all the way up. I wish you'd help on somebody and say, stick with me. We going up. We going up. They don't believe it. Find somebody else. If you stick with me, I'm about to show you the world. I, if you, you need to be thankful for the friends that stuck with you in a valley. Be thankful for the people that stuck with you in a valley. Because if they can struggle with you, that means they qualify to reign with you. Second message, second message. Then in the message, another love, TKO, the message was a question. Because I asked you um, with this, Teddy was saying, uh, uh, it's another love, TKO. And I asked you this, is it a love, TKO, or do you need to let go of how you used to love? Is it really another TKO, or do you need to let go of some things? Say, I learned to let go. One of the greatest qualities you could ever develop that's going to help you spiritually, that's going to help you emotionally, that's going to help you in the realm of your soul, that's your mind, your thoughts, your will, and your emotions, is the ability to let go. Why do I need to learn to let go? Because as long as your hand is closed, you cannot receive new. Some of you all won't let go of what somebody did to you 10 years ago, which is why God can't trust you with good people because you're still holding on to the wounds of bad folk. For those of you that used to struggle letting go, come on, let's have a little exercise, a little prophecy in the atmosphere. You ready? Say, I let it go. Come on. Let go of what your mama said, what she didn't say. Let go of what your daddy said, what he didn't say. Let go of what those former friends did, what they didn't do. Let go of what your former marriage did and what it did not do. You've got to learn how to let it go and stop being stuck. I can't believe they did me like this. Guess what? You're not the only one they did like that, but you're going to have to learn how to... Because some of you all, you're not in relationship with who you're in relationship with. You're in relationship with somebody that predates who you're in relationship with. Which is why they have to be on probation for the mistakes that other people made. And you're judging, but I just been through a lot. Baby girl, bye. You're not the only one that's been through a lot. But I've been through a lot, Bishop. Sir, you're not the only one that's been through something. The difference is, are you going to let it make you or break you? Are you going to allow for it to keep you bitter or are you going to get better from it? I'm so glad you ain't sitting next to no bitter woman. I'm so glad you're not sitting next to a bitter man. Why? They learn how to let it go. Teddy's lyrics reveal how we can incorrectly love God, incorrectly love people, and incorrectly love ourselves. The Bible says that God is love. So if you do not have God, the most you can give to somebody is strong like it's impossible to say you can love somebody and they do not know God. It's impossible. It's just impossible because you can't have what you don't have. It's like going to the bank and trying to make a withdrawal on somebody else's account. Signature card don't match. Picture don't match. Social security number don't match. Date of birth don't match. You're trying to make a withdrawal. P pause for the cause. Some of you are trying to make withdrawals from people and they don't have that in the bank to give you in the first place. If they're not loyal to themselves, how in the world do you expect them to give that to you? That's not something they have. If they're not consistent to themselves, how in the world do you expect them to give that to you? That's not something in the bank they have. That's why I'm excited about your 2022. Why? Because everybody in your circle is about to not just be there. They're about to add value to you. I pray your circle and 2022 be the best circle of friends, best circle of business partners, best circle you've ever had. If you believe that, open your mouth and shout, best circle. Love God, love people, and love yourself. Now pay attention. 
Jesus says the greatest commandment, TikTok, he says the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and strength. Jesus said if you love me, do what I say. He said keep my commandments. So, so watch me. To love God means to obey him. Which means, you ready? Part of loving God means I have to kill my will so I can give him his will. Jesus even had to do this. He's in the Garden of Gethsemane. He's like, I do not want to die, especially for these marks. I do not want to die. And just think about it. It was going to be painful. Like, have you ever been beaten 39 times on the back of your back? Have you ever had a crown of thorns placed on your head? Have, have you ever had nails placed in your, in, your, in your hands and your feet and pierced in your side? Listen, you mad because somebody put a little crazy comment on Facebook. Jesus literally is like, I, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. But you know what he says? Nevertheless, not my will, here it is, but your will be done. See, proof that you love God is when you sacrifice what you want most, or sacrifice what you want now for what you want most. Because right now, I might want to go left, but what's right is to go right. So that means I sacrifice. Watch me, and I'm here to tell some of you all, your sacrifices are about to pay off for you. You rarely ever see immediate results from your sacrifice because your sacrifice is a seed that goes into your future and prepares a harvest for you. What if I told you, you sit next to somebody that their sacrifices, the month of March is about to be payback month for them. This is not for everybody, but this is for a few of us on campus and online. If you've ever sacrificed anything at any point in your life, I need you to open up your mouth and say, come in March. Say my sacrifice is about to pay me back. Feels good, don't it? Look at somebody and say, I feel good right about through here. Tell them, tell them. Why should you feel good? Because you've not wasted anything. Here we go. So listen, to love God, to love God, it means that we do what the Lord says. Let's go back. To love God, it means we do what the Lord says. Then we have to love people. And the Bible says that love your neighbor as yourself. As makes that a mathematical equation, which means you can only give to people what you first give to yourself. Which is why when you're looking for people, especially when you're dating or you're, you're looking for friends, you need to pay attention to how they treat themselves. Look at me, because that's the best you're going to get. I'm going to back that thing up so that you hear me. If you're looking at friends, listen, stop just letting people in your life and say, hey, we go to the same job. Come on, let's be friends. Man, bye. Listen, I got too much potential in my future to just hook up and connect with anybody. I... You are not Walmart, baby. You are a whole luxury department store. You ain't gonna be carrying it. Y'all ain't saying that, nothing against Walmart. That's not just who you are. I need you to elbow somebody and say, don't try to cheapen me. Wrong neighbor, wrong neighbor. Elbow somebody. Say, don't try to bring me down. Come on. Baby, I'm a whole waterfall. And if you can't get with a waterfall, please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. You need to start interviewing people. You want to be my friend? Well, let me see how you treat yourself. Do you love the Lord? Why? Because I ain't going to be having friends where every time I go to church, they got some sideways to say to me. I'm not going to have friends that every time I sow, they got some sideways to say to me. Now, listen, you can come grow with me or you can grow on your own. But one thing I can tell you is I'm not stopping. Why? We don't stop. We can't stop. You got to interview people you're dating. And you can't interview at the movies. You can't interview between the sheets. Uh-oh, here it go. You can't interview and you only know them online. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me right there. It ain't real until it's real. I mean, I know who they are. You know who they are on Zoom. You know who you Skyping. You know who you, you think you know who you what's happened. You might have a whole catfish, but you a shark. I wish you would. Love God, love people. So love your neighbor as yourself. You can only give to people what you give to you. People can only give to you what they give to themselves, which means if I want to find out what you're going to do for me, let me see how you do you. You ready? If I want to see how you're going to do me, I need to look at how you do you. And in that message, another love, TKO, watch me, uh, 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 um, we learn that. Then in the next message, that's not love. We learn that love is never lost, it's only sown. 
That's important to know because whenever you go through life, okay, let's just check the room. You ready? On campus and online. If you've ever felt like that you loved and it was a waste of time, just put your hand up. If you've ever felt like that. If you ever felt like I did all of that and it wasn't for nothing. I helped them get their business while all the time I was loving you. You were busy loving yourself. Was that the job when no one else was there? 11 years I sacrificed. Besides the kids, I have nothing to show. Wasted my years. I don't know the next. I should have left your Deuteronomy 22.10 a long time ago. Guess what? That ain't his fault. That's yours. Don't be mad that people keep doing what you let them do. I'm not going to say nothing to me. I need you to elbow somebody next to you. Say, don't be mad when people do you in a way that you tolerate. It took you 11 years to find that out. Baby, you should have figured that out in the first 12 months. Everything after year one is on you. Love is never lost. What did we learn? It's only sown. And I showed you this in Ephesians. I showed you this throughout the scripture where uh, the Bible says, knowing that whatever good anyone does, you should know this scripture, he'll receive the same from the Lord. Which means even if you were a great friend to somebody who wasn't a great friend, you didn't waste it. You sold it. Guess what's going to come in 2022? A friend that's going to be the quality of friend you wish they were. Y'all not going to talk to me right there at 915. Guess what's coming in 2020? Some of you, you're so mad. Bishop, you don't know what I did for her. I got her credit together. I got her life together. I got her life. I helped her. She wasn't nobody when I found her. She tried to leave me like all the rest of them suckers I made famous. That's a line from a movie, Ike Turner. Listen, listen. Is that what you think happened, sir? Is that what you think happened, ma'am? Do you think that God lets you do all of that? So that at the end of the day, all you are is in the red? The devil, listen, the only red letters I read are Jesus' words. Y'all better hear me. I need you to know you didn't lose anything, but you were sowing something into your future. All I was doing was putting a down payment on my next. And can I help you get excited about your future? Your future looks much better than your past. So I asked you this question in the message, that's not love. What is the power that's at work in you? Is it love or is it lust? Because we talked about how love and lust, they can feel the same, but they're not the same. We talked about how love and lust, that watch me, love can evolve, or excuse me, lust can evolve into love, but they are not the same. Uh, watch me, it can feel like love, but love and lust are not the same. Lust can evolve into love, but love is not the same as lust. Lust is impatient. If you're dealing with somebody that says, we got to hurry up and do everything now. And I don't mean because you move slow and they want you to move faster. You don't love me, you lust. No, you need to move faster. You take too long to get ready. Because I hear a lady right through here say, I hope you're listening to the man of God. You are misappropriating what I'm teaching. You need to hurry up. It takes you two hours to get ready. And you texting people talking about, I'll be there in five minutes and you in the shower. You got to meet somebody downtown and you live in Westminster. For my Atlanta people, you got to meet somebody downtown and you live in Alpharetta. I've been to Alpharetta once because it's way up there. Hey, pay attention. Pay attention. Lust is impatient. Lust says we meet on Monday, we date next Tuesday, we engage next Friday, and then they'll try to make it spiritual because God is doing a quick work. You're about to be quickly divorced. Let me be the honest one that's going to tell you what's about to happen. Because everybody else is lying to you. Why? There's no way something that's going to last long can be ready that fast. Custom pieces take time to make. Oh, my God. I said custom pieces take time to make. And for some of y'all, God's been, whoop, you ready? I just heard this. God has been customizing the right fits for your future. They've been prepared in a whole nother place. And God says, watch me, in your march, you're about to start meeting your fits. Come on, y'all. I need you to open up your mouth. Please, TikTok. Please, Facebook, and say, I'm about to meet my fit. 
Say, and it's going to just click. Come on, it's going to click. It's going to the right business partners, it's just going to click. You're not going to have to talk to a whole lot. Y'all going to be on the same The right friends, y'all going to meet one another and you're going to click like you've been friends for years. I ask you this question. Is the way you talk to and treat yourself, is it love or lust? Because many people, watch me, they lust after themselves. They don't love themselves. Lust is an emotion. Love is a decision. See, lust makes you a prisoner to an outcome. It's right here on the screen. So lust will let you down because expectations were met from God, from people, or from yourself because you lust for an outcome. For many people, watch me, when you don't perform according to how you think you should perform, you literally beat you yourself up. You're in an abusive relationship with yourself. And you're so busy trying to make sure nobody else abuses you that you didn't pay attention to the fact that you're your own Ike Turner. You're your own abuser because you will literally sit up and be depressed for three days because you didn't do a good job on Monday. I wish you would. You better, you ask me, by the end of Monday, you better do a debriefing and you better say, look, this went wrong, this went wrong, this went this went right, but I'm not going to have a repeat of this on Tuesday. Watch me. I rebuke you talking bad to yourself. I need you to learn how to speak life to yourself. I need you to learn how to speak good to yourself. Come on, let's practice. Say, I'm the head and not the tail. Come on, say, I'm above and never beneath. Come on, say, I'm more than a conqueror. I can do all things. I don't believe you. Say, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Say, I believe I'm in the best year of my life yet. I'm well able. I have the skill. I have the talent. I've got the anointing. I've got the foresight. I've got the vision. I've got the ability. And it's getting ready to happen. You got to practice speaking life into yourself. Some of you talk to yourself in a way you wouldn't let anybody else talk to you. You you ain't going to talk to me like that. Boo, check yourself first. Some of you keep telling yourself, I hear you in the spirit. You're so dumb. Why you keep, and you don't say screwing up. You say another I-N-G up. Come on, 915, don't lie to me. Don't lie to God. Okay, how many of you can be honest that you have periodically cussed yourself out? Just be honest. Come on, come on, come on. Come on. It's some lies in this house. 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 <laughs> you know what comes with lies? It's some. Oh, we'll stop. Listen. Make sure that you love you. And you don't simply lust after an outcome. Lust for a performance from you. Because you're going to have some days you do amazing. And you're going to even have some days you're going to be like, you did that thing. And then you're going to have days like, what were you doing today? And you got to learn how to look yourself in the mirror and say, listen, we're going to get this together tomorrow. Self-talk is the most important talk you could ever have. You're so busy trying to text people, you need to learn how to send yourself a text. You're so busy on the phone with people, you need to learn how to say, let me put the phone on, do not disturb, and let me have some me time to talk to me. Can I help you? Me time doesn't mean you just sitting there relaxing, sitting back, getting the massage. Me time means you begin to minister to yourself. Me time means you begin to speak to yourself. Me times mean you begin to do your own work to do your own healing. Lust makes you a prisoner to an outcome. You still with me? Then in the message, the sequel. Mm. We learn that your next love will be better than your previous in every relationship type. Can can I get you to make that declaration? Say, and my next will be better. Remember Proverbs 18, 21, life and death and the power of your. If you don't say it, you're never gonna. Watch me. Say, and my next will will be better than any previous year of my life. This man named Samson showed us that the sequel in lives are, in our lives are better. We looked at the original. In Judges 14, Samson marries this Philistine woman, woman, and her loyalty is to them, not to him. Pay attention. Whenever people make it clear where their loyalties lie, don't think they're lying. When it's clear that somebody is not on your team, that is your time and opportunity to say, Understood. 
We ain't got to have a meeting about it. You told me everything I needed to know. And for some, they didn't tell you, their face told you. The song used to say, it's written all over your face. You didn't have to say a word. How did I know they weren't on my team? Because when everybody else was clapping for me, they were frowned up. How do I know they're not on my team? Because when everybody else was saying push, they were saying, well, I don't know. I'd give up if I was you. You know what? You would give up because you ain't never pushed nothing out your whole life. I wish you would listen to people that have not produced anything about how you're supposed to produce something amazing in your life. Fist bump somebody next to you and say, don't listen to fruitless people. Her loyalty was to them, not to him. You got to hear what I'm saying. Because she literally tells the Philistines. The Philistines were enemies to Hebrews. They were enemies to God's people. And it's real simple for me. I'm very black and white when it comes to loyalty. I don't do gray area. I don't need 50 shades, 40 shades, 29 shades, 5 shades, 1 shade. You can keep your gray. Only thing I want gray is these walls around here. That's the only thing I want gray. And that's just so I can see. That's the only thing. Other than that, I need them black or white. You ready? Here's why. When it comes to loyalty, say loyalty. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. When it comes to loyalty, pay attention. That means that's the side that you will take if there is ever a disagreement. It means that's where you've placed your bet. That's where you have decided that you're going to fall to that side in the event that there's ever a disagreement. If your loyalty is with pink, then I'd be a to expect you when there's a disagreement to come over here with black. Now, here's what's significant about loyalty. Say loyalty. Loyalty. When Samson married this Philistine woman, his parents didn't want him to get married, but the Bible says it was from the Lord because the Lord sought an opportunity against the Philistines. There's some relationships that you've gotten in that other people didn't understand, and neither did you. See, Samson, when he looked at the girl, he was like, that girl is fine. She wasn't fine. She wasn't hot. Denver. She was fine. All right. Come on. You need to read your Bibles. F-Y-N-E-E. E. And depending on how fine she is, is you add extra E's. Fine. Bible says she looked good to him. So Samson was like, this is it. The Lord has spoken. And some of y'all, you talking about when I saw her, let's be honest, you didn't see her spirit. You didn't see his spirit. You looked at them, y'all ain't gonna say that to me. You looked at them arms, you looked at them thighs, you looked at them legs, you looked at their chest, you looked 24, 35, yeah. Well, you ready? No, listen, church people, we have to be honest about this because Christians are the only ones that like to pretend like you don't look. Oh, we're seeing your likes on Instagram. Quit lying. We know exactly what you're looking and liking. Let's keep it real. Attraction, romantic attraction begins with appearance. That's a word for some of y'all. Because if you keep attracting low fish, that evidently is something they saw. Uh Uh-oh. And I pray that you look like what you're about to be. I pray you look like the amazing you're about to attract. You're not chump change. You're not a mistake. You're not a failure. You're not some Johnny come lately. Let me introduce you to yourself. You are the curse breaker in your bloodline. You are the history maker in your bloodline. You are the line crosser in your bloodline. You are the boundary breaker in your bloodline. Open your mouth, say, I am somebody. Come on. Samson looks at old girl. And when he looks at old girl, this Philistine woman, the Bible says she looks good to him. He thought he was getting into a relationship with her, but what God was doing was using this relationship to do something bigger. Say, it's bigger than me. That's why there are certain relationships you thought were going to be forever, but they were not supposed to be forever. God says, I want to use this relationship to get that person to salvation, to get that person to church, to get that person to make a change, and then it's over. See, if you hold on to it after the assignment's over, it becomes toxic. 
You still with me? Here's, 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 here's the sequel. That's number two. You ready? In Judges 16 and 1, he saw a prostitute and went into her. See, after the first girl, he was like, I ain't doing marriage no more. He said, what I'm going to do is just have sex. Come on, we're, we're adults. Come on. That's why we have kids' church. All right? You ready? He said, the only thing, he said, listen, listen, turn out the lights and close the door. But for what? Don't say no more. Samson was like, you ready? I don't even want to know her name. I don't want to know your background. I don't want to know where you're from. I, I don't want to know any of that. He says, the only thing I need you to do is turn out these lights. <laughs> Y'all not saying that to me right there. <laughs> Look at me. He saw a prostitute, the Bible says, and he went into her. For some of you, you've had such disappointing romantic experiences that you think the solution is never ever connecting emotionally. Which explains why you maybe have had sex, but you've never had intimacy. Because sex and intimacy are two different things. See, intimacy you can have with your clothes on. Watch me. This is why there's some people, watch me, that you had deeper intimate connection with because your conversation was on a whole nother level. And there were other individuals that all it was was a sexual relationship that never ever provided anything for you. Why? Because you didn't even need to know her name. And when you're trying to tell your friends where she lived, I don't even know. Because he had a disappointing experience. You want to know what happened with the first wife, with the Philistine? The Bible says that his father gave her to his best man. Because when Samson left, his father was like, well, I don't think he wants you anymore. Watch me. You ready? Because he walked out because of his anger. Let me help some of you all. Do not be mad when people don't trust you because you disappear when you're angry. I'm going to say it again, and y'all better respond. Other than that, we're going to come out here and have hands laying on service. You ready? Do not be mad when people don't trust you because you disappear when you're angry. They can't find you for two and three days because you're mad. I needed a moment to process it. Well, you better learn how to process it and be on the phone at the same time. But what you don't get to do is look like you're abandoning me and then act like you're going to come back. I pray that you would not have abandonment issues and rejection issues for the rest of this year. So then look at number three. Number three, Bible says, Bible says something interesting. Now, I put this word on there in, in sequel number three. I said, I said that he marries Delilah, and I, and I say marriage because they weren't actually married. You ready? They was shacking up. What today we call common law. And I want to show you all the dangers of this. Because we live in a culture that says, I know what the Bible says, but this one I'm going to do. And I just want to show you the dangers of that. See, Delilah's name, remember, they ain't really married. But see, what they're doing is they're sleeping together. And because they're sleeping together, they create a false marriage in the spirit. Which means they are, watch me, they are stepping into territory that is reserved for covenant. Don't be mad when nobody wants to pay full price because they've been on free subscriptions and free trials. Anybody remember when America Online, remember America Online Internet? All right, now, okay. Woo. All right, okay. Well, everybody's hand that went up with me, we just made it clear that we used to get newspapers. Come on. I used to love my Sunday newspaper subscription. Not because I, I didn't read the newspaper. I wasn't doing all that. I wanted the sales papers. And right in the middle of the sales papers was an AOL CD-ROM. Translation, because all my millennials are like, CDs on computers, what is this? What's a CD? A CD-ROM was what we had after the little three and a half floppy disk. That was after the big floppy disk. I should have had pictures. Um, I didn't know I was going to use this analogy. So, so with AOL, what would happen, it says for America Online. America Online used to be a really dominant internet provider in America. We used to have to do what was called dial-up internet. 
what is dial up? You, your phone line would literally call to the internet. And when it called, it'd be like, and if it did four uh-uhs, you knew something was wrong with the connection and you have to start it over. And while it was dialing up, you would hope that no, you'd have to tell your house, I'm on the internet. Because if you only had one line in your house, if somebody picked up the phone, all of a sudden it ain't working. You've been disconnected. Now I got to call back out to the internet again. Haven't we come so far? You ready? Now here's what everybody in this room and everybody online used to do with America Online. Every time, you, and they'd send you this disc, because there wasn't no such thing as this unlimited Wi-Fi. What there was is you got a certain amount of hours with your plan. And America Online, every Sunday in the newspaper, they would put a CD-ROM in there and say, listen, 20,000 hours. But you got to set up a new account. The person sitting next to you has 14,000 America Online email addresses. Because every time they got that disc, they were like, well, I ain't going to pay for a whole new subscription and I can just set up a new email and get a new account. I don't like the fact that the 915 ain't being honest about their America Online subscriptions. For some of you, you keep giving free subscriptions. And then when you demand commitment, they look at you and say, I'll wait till the next paper comes. I need you to open up your mouth and say, I'm not for free. I'm not, uh-uh, uh-uh. You are not for free in romantic relationships, nor in friendships, nor in business partnerships. You ready? Why is that important? Because with Delilah, Delilah's name in Hebrew, her name means to weaken or to make poor. So literally, he's now hooked up with this girl that he's not married to, but they acted married. And she makes him weak and makes him broke. She makes him weak and, and, and makes him think less of himself. How do I know if this relationship is godly? Is that even if they have to check me, I still, watch me, I still didn't feel like I'm less than. Ooh he was in a relationship with her, but she was in a transaction with him. How do you know this? Because the Philistines, here they go again, they came for Samson because they couldn't get him with his first wife. The second relationship happened so fast because it was just sex. They didn't even meet her. But then they find Delilah and say, you stand with him, right? And since y'all stand together, tell you what, tell us how to overcome him. And she goes to him over and over again saying, Samson, how can we take you down? How can we take you down? How can we? Here's my thing. If somebody keeps asking me, what's your weakness? What are your secrets? What are your secrets? You sure is a nosy one. What am I seeking? Google me. You can find out everything you need to know about me. Watch me. Watch me. Watch me. And she goes to him over and over again. And then one day she gets mad at him. Pay attention. The Bible never says that she loved him, but it says that he loved her. And here's what happens. Samson ends up telling the secret to his strength. Secret to his strength was that he was a Nazarite. He had never uh, uh, consumed alcohol. He had never cut his hair. See, the growth of his hair, pay attention. There are certain things that you've been very consistent in, and that's your strength. For those of you, especially those of you that serve, be careful. Because God, sometimes the enemy, not the Lord, the enemy will send people that are there to tear down your strength. See, the reason you're strong is because you're consistent to church. You're consistent to serving. You're consistent to being faithful. So when they show up, they interrupt your consistency. Now they cut your hair. And when they cut your hair, you're like Samson. Your strength leaves. The Bible says that his strength left him. And when his strength left him, he gets up. The Philistines are upon him. And they're attacking him. And Samson says, I'll take them down just like I've done every time before. And the Bible says that he did not know that the Lord had left them. Be careful that you're not so thirsty for people that you make God leave. I need you to lift your hands and say, Lord, do not leave me. I, I need you to be like the psalmist. Don't take your presence from me. Don't take your spirit from me. God, I can live without other people. I can live and get, I can make new friends, but I can't get another God. That relationship cost him. So in Judges 16 and 21, the Bible says that they seized him. Say they seized him. 
they gouged out his eyes. They brought him down to Gaza. They bound him, and he had to grind in the prison. Why? Because of this bad relationship. But somebody said he had a sequel. And for some of you, you've been on a grind, and the grind you've been on, watch me, has been circuitous. It's been circles, and it's been cycles. And for many of you, under the sound of my voice, March marks the end of your cycles. And some of y'all say, why they keep hollering? Because when you receive the word with joy, that word's going to work for you faster. Open your mouth and say, it's the end of cycles and circles. Come on. They bound him. They ground him in the prison, but he had a sequel. Everybody listen to me, but you're going to have a sequel. I know the last chapter of your life was, oh, I'm so sad. I'm so mad. They left me. I'm so sad. My friend's gone. I'm so sad. This and that and that. But watch me. What I'm excited about is your sequel's coming up. It's your number four. And I've taught you a spiritual principle. Four is the biblical number of creativity, which means whenever you see a four in your life, God's about to create something. You ready? Judges 16, 22. But the hair of his head began to grow again. What does that mean? His strength began to come back. I need you to lay your hands on yourself. Say your strength is coming back. And not just your strength, but your focus is coming back. Not just your focus, but your tenacity is coming back. Not just your tenacity, but your faith is coming back. Not just your faith, but your willing to jump is coming back. Not just your willingness to jump, but your good attitude is coming back. Not just your good attitude, but your belief that if God be for you, who would there be against you? It's beginning to come back. I need you to open up your mouth and say, my strength is coming back. Judges 16 and 30. He bowed with all of his strength, and the house fell upon all the people who were in him. So the dead he killed at his death were more than those he killed his whole life. Well, Bishop, what had to die? Look at me. God sometimes uses bad relationships to kill the old version of you. My God. Let's be honest. Some of you would have never found God unless they dropped you. Y'all not talking to me at this 915. For some of you, you never ever would have been as spiritual as you are unless you went through some hellacious relationships, some, some hellacious friendships. Let's pause for the cause and thank God for every negative relationship you've ever had. Worship right there. 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 Say thank you, Jesus. Look at this. We're almost done. Y'all with me? Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Then in the message, don't you know that? That was last Sunday. We learned that um, in love, there can be two primary challenges. Number one, immature love. And, and I taught you this, that you don't know your love languages or their love languages. That's an immature love. Look at me. Stop anticipating what you haven't articulated. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. You cannot say, well, they should know what I need. Did you tell him? Try that with the pizza man. Try that with the Chinese food delivery. Y'all should know what I want. So they're supposed to know that you want chicken and broccoli, extra spicy, brown rice, not white rice, uh, uh, two, two wontons, no egg roll, egg drop soup. Water with lemon. And you don't want them crunchy things on the table because anybody can touch them crunchy things. <laughs> He's supposed to know that. Why do people come to take your order? You ready? Why do people come to take your order? Only after you've gone to the same restaurant and been served by the same people multiple times will they say, I know what you want. For many of you all, watch me, you've never told people what you want and you expect them to give it to you. Then some of you, watch me, I may have wanted that last time, but this time I got a taste for something else. You have to articulate what you anticipate. So I encourage you to take the test. This is the last time I want to encourage you to do that, this, this series. The QR code's on the screen. There's five love languages, and you'll be shocked sometimes at what they are. And you said, Bishop, I've taken it. I took it five years ago. You're not the same you you were five years ago. You have to take the test repeatedly because as you grow, so does what you want change. See, watch me. For some, words of affirmation were very important to you when you were insecure. But for some, as you mature, you're like, eh, words don't really mean much. Show me some. 
You're like, all that talking is nice, but I'm going to need you to show me. And that's not the knock on any of them. It just means as you grow, what you want will change. Watch me. You ready? Most adults. Anybody an adult? Mm, wave at me online. Wave at me to talk. When you go to the restaurant, you're not going to order the mac and cheese with dinosaur fries and a fruit cup. Now, this is Denver, so most of you are not going to order the mac and cheese, the dinosaur fries, the fruit cup with the little 2% milk. I used to, I used to, I used to always make my, my, my brother, he, he, he liked, since he was a little kid, he liked to eat grown people meals. And so he would always say, I want the crab legs and the steak and all that. I said, no, give him the Ranger Roo burger. <laughs> I said, you want crab legs? You got crab leg money, boy? Other than that, you sit there and had a kid's cheeseburger. <laughs> You're reaching too high, too early. No, I'm just joking. All right, look. Hey, look at me. <laughs> look at me. You wouldn't order that. Why? At one point, that was good to you. But as you mature, what you have a taste for changes. I'm so excited that, watch me, you don't thirst after the same type of person you used to thirst after. You used to want a roughneck. Now you want results. Y'all not going to sit you used to want somebody that was acting all this, that, and the other. And now you say, no, I need consistency. I need reliability. I need somebody I can depend on. Open your mouth and say, my tastes are changing. Come on. Here we go. Here we go. The second thing I told you that can have, where you can have an issue with love, we're almost done, is cold love. Matthew 24, 12 says, and because lawlessness will be increased, the love of many will grow cold. That means it's going to become negative over time. Lawlessness means blatant iniquity. That means people are going to just blatantly be just like what iniquity means generational sin that's passed down so people are literally gonna say well, this is how the men are in my family this is how the women are in my family and that's what it is that's blatant iniquity okay which means you're knowing that you're cursed and you're choosing to remain cursed because just because all the women in your bloodline are like that doesn't mean you're supposed to be like that it doesn't mean it's right just because the rest of your family is a bunch of battle axes does not mean you're supposed to be a Maybe you're supposed to be the one that says, I'm the interruption to the dysfunction in my blood. Just because all the rest of your men in your family are out of order and out of line doesn't mean you're supposed to be that way. Why do we need you if you're going to be like everybody else? I need a few people on campus and online that can say, I am a willing to be different than everybody else. And I'm not intimidated. I'm not ashamed. I'm not insecure. Open your mouth. Say, I'm different on purpose. And in the last message on Wednesday, love better. We learned that love isn't the issue. But sometimes who we love, how we love, and why we love can be issues we need to let go of, which brings us to this final point. And the final point is, the, is where I want to be because I want to leave you with this piece. You ready? Love is an investment. There's this song that's popular. You know, we didn't get it in Denver until January. It came out in October, November of last year. So when I heard it, somebody was like, I heard that song. I said, well, we just got it in Denver. So as far as I'm concerned, it's out. it just came out. You ready? So in the song, she says, yours, mine, ours. I could do this for hours. Sit and talk to you for I want to give you your We ain't got no shrimp or lobster towels today. It's, it's not sea, it's seafood Monday. We ain't got no shrimp or lobster towels today. You give me a superpower. Listen, that song to me, that song to me, I love that song. But look, it takes time. Love takes time. Love requires an investment. Love 
Ain't going to happen now all the time. Love is going to require investment. Hours and 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 hours. Take it to church and hours and hours. Listen, it's going to take time. Look at the scripture, Galatians 6 and 7. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. You ready? Which means, in Amplified, it says, He will not allow himself to be ridiculed, nor treated with contempt, nor allow his precepts to be scornfully set aside. For whatever a man sows, this, look at this verse, and this only is what he will reap. Question, what love investments are you making? How much time are you really investing in who you say you love? How much time are you investing to find their love languages? How much time are you investing, you ready, to feed their love languages? Because knowing is one thing, but feeding them is another thing. Watch me. And if you don't feed them, they're going to eat. And some of you get mad. You always on the phone with your friends because her friends feed her. You don't. He always out with his boys, Bishop, because his boys feed him. You don't. When he's with you, he feels like a boy. When he's with them, he finally feels like a man. Now, you need to figure out whether or not you want boys to men. Which one you want? Love is an investment, and it takes hours and hours and hours and hours. After a while, you're like, you ain't figured it out yet? Look at me. Investments mean... It, you ready for this? It may take a little time before I see a return. Some of you are like, I said good morning five minutes ago and I can't believe you ain't made me. Investments take time. So here's how we're going to end this series. We're going to go up in a moment. What do you mean go up? We're going to go up in the spirit. Say love is an investment question. I want to ask you three questions. What are you investing in your relationship with God? Is the only time you spend hours with him is when you come here or when you log on? Is this the only time? Is the only time you talk to him is on Monday night prayer with me? And you give him a little quick prayer before you go to sleep. Father, just, just let's touch it, Lord. <laughs> So now wonder when I say worship, it feels weird because he's a stranger. He's a stranger. Like that's, you sit next to somebody on the plane as a stranger and they want to be all up in your business. You're like, I don't know you. Where are you going? Where, where are you going? What do you do? <laughs> what do you do? Is that your wife? Is that your wife? For every question, I got a question. What I'd really like for us to do is put our headphones on and focus. Because it's dark 30. I'm not built for 5 a.m. flights. I'm just messing. I'm just messing. I'm just messing. Elbow somebody say, have fun in church. Here's the second question. What investments, stay with me, what investments... Are you making in the people you love? Or is the only time y'all come together for birthdays? Quinceañeras. Kwanzaa. Bar mitzvahs. Wait, wait a minute. When there's trouble. 
Only time you hear from Joe Willie is when it's trouble. Only time you hear from Darlene, Jackie, and Shirley is when it's trouble. What are you doing to invest in the people you say you love? What are you doing? But they know. We just walked through a whole series. You can't do that. Last question. You ready for this one? What are you doing to invest in you? What investment are you making? It's amazing how you will invest in a whole bunch of things and sometimes not invest in yourself. Sometimes not pour into yourself. So here's how we're going to end the 915. Can I get you to just lift at least one of your hands? You only have two. Most. You ready? Lift your hands. Say, Father, in Jesus' name, show me how to invest in my love relationship with you with the people I say I love and with myself. I can't give to others what I don't give to myself. So I declare right now, I will love you better. I'll love me better. I will love other people better. And my next 12 are my best 12 in every love relationship type. In Jesus' name, I'll love you better. I'll love me better. I'll love people better. Who can give God praise, not for cash, not for cars, not for a house, not for flipping material, but can give God praise you're about to love better than you've ever loved. Come on, open up your mouth, say, I'm about to love better than I've ever loved. And it starts today. In Jesus' name, put a praise behind that 915. It's about to be your best love year ever. Fist bump somebody next to you say, I love God. Fist bump somebody else say, I love people. Fist bump somebody else and say, and I love my life. Say, I'm excited to be alive. Say, for the first time in my life, I love everything about me. The good stuff, the stuff I want to see better. My perfections and my imperfections. I love everything about myself. Say, they don't make them like me no more. Open up your mouth. Come on, speak like. Say, they don't make them like me anymore. I'm an original. I'm one of a kind. And I love me some me. So you should love you some you. Point, tell us about it. When you love you, you're not a hater. We got to go on campus and online. If you're not a Christian, this is your moment. Secondly, if you've given your life to the Lord, but you've not been faithful, this is your moment to come back. Thirdly, if you're like, Bishop, I don't know where things stand, but I want to make sure before I get out of this 9, 15 a.m. experience that I that things are right with God. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure no guilt, no condemnation, no saying nobody's going to look down on you, nobody's going to judge you. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure, on the count of three, just put that hand up online, or in the building online, do the hand wave emoji, say it's me. One, two, three, if that's you, respond right where you're at. I see you, God bless you. I see you, God bless you. Come on, I need you to thank God for the hands lifted in this building and online. Hallelujah. Everybody say this to me, say, Father, Thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth, I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, I believe these next 12 are my best 12 in any and every love type. In Jesus' name, amen. Take out your phone and text the word decision to the phone number on the screen, 877-552-4746. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 877-552-4746 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. 
They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.